<laughs> you guys suck. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans. And welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Joined tonight by my co-host extraordinaire from Buffalo, New York, we have Chuck Fitzgerald. After my upcoming trip, I plan on being at least 10% Cuban hot diggity dog. I don't get that. <laughs> it's the hot dog of the month over at Casey's, the Cuban. All oh. beef hot dog topped with mo- mojo pork. Moho. Yeah, that's I good. guess some type of pickle somewhere in that. Uh, Swiss and a dill pickle relish with a yellow mustard drizzle. I think I might have to try that. If you're not a fan of the hot dog, you could also become 10% loaded fries. Cuban loaded fries. Hmm. That might be a uh, lunch at some point this uh, Mm -hmm. trip, upcoming trip. Absolutely. And also joining us is our producer extraordinaire from Houston, Texas. Yeah, Houston. He's in Houston. Houston, we got Mr. a problem. Jeff Williams. Besides, Chuck's a tourist. What does he know? Eh, not much. Exactly. I was thinking that, but, you know, uh, I ride Chuck way too much on this show, so I was trying to give him a little bit of leeway <laughs> today. <laughs> that, that hot dog does look pretty good, though, right? Like, have you seen pictures? Yeah. I haven't. Eat it just like a taco bowl is the... <laughs> uh, the, descri- the description. So all but over your shirt. Sure. is looking really well. Yes, exactly. Really good tonight. What? Right now, some of these uh, amazing deals that one can get over at DVC Resale. Ah, coffee is also probably a good choice at this time. Oh, uh, really? And what type of coffee would that be? Clearly the only coffee that is good enough for the Mickey dudes, and that would be Joffrey's Coffee. Do you mean the official coffee of Walt Disney World? And the official coffee of the Mickey Dudes. Yes, as a matter of fact, I just uh, ordered uh, $96 worth of coffee yesterday. I love my uh, donut shop blend in the morning and at work. I always, uh, mid-afternoon, between teaching and coaching, I have a nice uh, cup of Jamaican Me Crazy. So, I... uh, was running out of K-Cups, so I have enough to last me for the whole school year now. Remaining school year. Mm. Nice. It's ironic because your uh, Twitter name is what again? At Figment's Reality. Well, that didn't segue as appropriately as I wanted it to because their phrase is imagination by the cup. I, okay. I can see it, but that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Imagination. Come on, work with me, guys. Oh, Jeff, that was fantastic. How did you come up with that? <laughs> huh. I'm just good that way. Yeah. And you can order some of the scrumptious uh, Joffrey's coffee by heading over to joffreys.com. And if you're in the market for DVC, let's say you have a contract already and looking to add a couple more points onto it, you know, you have the option of going through Disney, but, you know, you might save 
quite a bit if you buy resale. And one of the best places to do it, over at the DVC resale market. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> what was that old website? Those old commercials with dot the dot com. com. Yeah, I'm trying to was think. Was that GoDaddy or? No. Yahoo? Monster. No. Yes. <laughs> it was an Expedia commercial. Yes. Oh. Uh, there you go. And now, Jeff, I'm going to turn this over to you. <laughs> All right. Well, I just thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, some of the Disney news that's come out. Um, Let's do it. So yesterday, uh, I think during the live broadcast of the Illuminations, wasn't it? They uh, let the cat out of the bag uh, how uh, Illuminations is ending officially September 29th. It's his final presentation. Isn't it 30th? mm, 30th, exactly. September 30th. That's what I said. It's a Monday. I do remember that is what you said, yes. (laughs) And then immediately the new filler show for a year called Epcot Forever is going to kick off October 1st. Um, we've been kind of wondering when, when Disney said going to drop the other, you know, drop the other shoe and uh, let us in on that. Uh, so some of us were talking about whether we're going to be down there. I, I know a lot of people are are trying to plan their trip around the very last Illuminations. I've never been a huge Illuminations fan, so you probably won't see me down there. But um, you know, I feel for a lot of people if that's their that's their favorite uh, go to uh, attraction that kind of kind of seals the deal for them. But but uh, you guys think it's going to be pretty crazy then when uh, uh, September 29th slash thirtieth? The calendar on that one kind of makes that a, a, a toss up. Yeah. What what's the thirtieth? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Monday. Monday. So a Monday, Tuesday rollout or uh, not rollout, but final day. I think the 29th will be busy, but I don't know about the thirtieth because it's it's a Monday. Like, let me jobs. set the stage for you. So, in the last month, they've announced two major things besides this. One of them is, hey, guess what? Uh, Galaxy's Edge is officially going to be open August 29th at uh, Walt Disney World. Plus, guess what? Um, food and wine is officially going to start August 29th in Disney World. So we're going to have food and wine, full bore, and Galaxy's Edge open. Um, now let's throw on there a, a goodbye of a old, you know, favorite attraction, um, major show like Illumination. Much beloved. Yeah, much beloved. So I don't know. I just got this. <laughs> I got a gut feeling that that park's going to get. Uh, New Year's Eve uh, level of crowds. Um, I don't know. Yeah, oh, and and mm. you could almost you can almost sense the Skyliner is going to be open <laughs> just in time for all. This. I don't understand how the Skyliner is not open in like a week. I, I have a suspicion that uh, there's a lot of safety regulations that that we're not privy to that or somebody knows about, but not you know. Not us. Just six pack like us, but um, I, I think it's c- kind of like uh, uh, I think there's a certain amount of hours that have to run with uh, pe- without people without on one it. falling out. But they are yeah. running with people now. 
with people? Well, yeah, I don't remember where I saw it, but there was video released yesterday of the Skyliner running with um, high vis vests, so safety vest, uh, presumably construction workers, but we don't know. People <laughs> in the gondolas. Take, uh, and they weren't block, and we're sure they weren't bloggers trying to uh, disguise themselves as well, those uh, were construction other people, workers, but not the ones <laughs> inside. Yes, <laughs> and they weren't dummies with the like big giant. Uh, well, you know, they still may be mannequins. They were not mannequins. <laughs> well, that's cool, but no, they could still be doing the hours. That that might just be a test thing, uh, but you know who knows. Um, but no, you're right. There, there, but there's a lot of stations that still aren't quite finished. So, yeah, fair point. Anyway, so that's going to be a big part of this, um, and I'm sure they want to test those out before August 29th uh, when Galaxy's Edge goes live. Right. So I can sense that uh, in my. Oh, I think it was my DVC flyer. One of the things they sent out, they said fall as uh, Skyliner's opening. So well, they also said late fall for um, what you call it, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, so that's what I was going to point out. So I, I got a bit. I can almost feel like July Skyliner would go live and let them kind of sort it out. Yeah, I, I see that, but I, this is really going to be a. I don't want to say a terrible time to visit Disney because there's re- I don't know that there is such a thing, but it's going to be a tremendously busy time to visit Disney within that six-month period. Um, probably you see, from the to... thing, though, is this. When they said fall, they weren't talking about a season. Were they talking about the <laughs> things from the sky? <laughs> yes, it's the thing that lines the sky. Late fall, so it's going to be like right before you get to the... Epcot station, you're going to fall yes. right out. You're going to hit capacity and hit the uh, eject button. Um, yeah, I mean, it It, it just, it's all kind of, I guarantee it's a domino thing. There, there's so many different, uh, so many components that they're trying to work together at once. Um, but it's just interesting that this Illuminations thing uh, <laughs> hitting about that time. Uh, I don't know. It's it, it. Would you guys? Did either of you commit to saying if you're going to go or not, or talk about it? Um, I w- I would like to, but not for the final showing. I mean, I'll see the final showing multiple. T- I'll see my own final showing multiple times um, over the next couple of weeks. But Epcot Forever. I mean, I, did we did we talk about that yet, or am I jumping? No. Ahead? No way. Okay. So the final showing. I have no desire to go for the final showing just for the final showing. How about that? Yeah. Well, there's a chance that I might be a Florida resident by then. Uh, will I be going that night? I don't know based on the crowds. I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, I mean. Dave, assuming Dave, you're not going to be a blogger by then, because um, <laughs> if you're a blogger, you have to go. I mean, that's just there's no doubt about it. But uh, yeah, imagine true. how many imagine how many bloggers are going to be there um, that night, and then turn around the next night for the very first showing. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There, 
they're all going to be there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be thick with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I would I would love to do it. I mean, it's just, it's an event. You know, we're all about the events and the, the Disney moments. And this is a Disney moment. Um, it's just going to be thick into school time for us. And it's really hard to justify. It's, it's a Monday, Tuesday. Uh, that's, that's really not convenient either. Um, so... I don't know. Maybe you know, we're always talking about it's all about bookings and whatnot. And maybe Disney was getting light on bookings for that that period, and they were like, "Well, nobody bid on uh, free dining. Now what are we gonna do?" Um, I don't know. Let's do Illuminations uh, ending then. So I don't. Who knows? But uh, so the Epcot Forever uh, show that some information leaked on it or was it part of an interview was it it was part of a little package at the beginning of the uh illuminations uh live stream yeah yeah so it, it was actually really exciting jeff did you watch it live no um so it was probably a what do they call it a sizzle reel of the inside look of uh epcot forever so it showed actual footage of things being tested Oh, yeah, they have. Oh, okay. So Maybe they have like it. these drony uh, kite things. Then they showed the Imagineers uh, on the computer uh, trying to uh, des- design the pyrotechnics and like cue them up. And they're talking about how there'll be some much beloved m- music and in in the show to cover Epcot through the years. And the entire time, the music playing in the background is Tapestry of Nations. Yeah, yeah, that that was the Wayla Wayla song. <laughs> um, that they were playing in the background. But they, they were showing now, part of it was... Um, well, I, I don't know how much you want to del- me to delve into this, Jeff, so... No, go for it. So part of what they were showing was um, technical rehearsals is what I guess we can call it, where these people are on jet skis with light up kites. Um, They showed those were uh, drones, but that makes sense. No, they they kept showing the person on the jet ski. Um, And they also showed some of the pyro. They, They showed some concept art where it seemed like. Much in the current illuminations where the the countries have their individual pyro that reach out to the center, it it seemed like that was there. So it. it, Yeah, I see. I'm watching it as you talk. It looks like still lots of fireworks. Um, So they had for at least for for this show, they haven't illuminated fireworks. Uh, I feel I've I fear that the next show, which did they ever give an official name for the, the, the next show? The past Epcot forever <laughs> is that what it's called <laughs> no no like I mean the one after Epcot forever oh I was gonna you know I was gonna look up that trademark past Epcot forever um yeah the one after that the the permanent the new permanent show um they haven't really named it I don't think it's probably gonna be D23 Expo they'll probably release the name but um it uh you know Epcot have, forever yeah Forever squared. Forever-er-er. Yeah. Uh, now more forever. 
Epcot yeah. illuminated. Reflections <laughs> of Epcot. The, it, I think it's going to be, if not no fireworks, very little, very few fireworks. Um, that's the rumor. That's the trend. A lot of, uh, it's probably going to still be a lot of, uh, I, I got a feeling there's going to be fountains, a uh, little bit uh, world of color like. Uh, so, uh, drones were, uh, is going to be part of the show. So, who knows? It, I, we'll see how that transitions, but they're going to have to come out with some really awesome soundtrack um, to probably get us, hook us. But anyway, so that that's coming soon um one of the other big news uh came out was uh how the disney's uh sticking to the delivery people right uh so anything that gets delivered to your room now is a six dollar fee is that is that correct so i, I believe this has always it. been a thing no oh, the six dollar fee or uh, what well dave go ahead i'll i'll defer to you well you can get a delivery and it, if it gets delivered to your room and you're there to accept the package, they, there's no charge. But if you uh, are not there and, like, let's say you order from uh, Green Grocer or, so, or Garden, whatever it is, Garden Grocer or one of those uh, grocery delivery services or, you know, you send something from uh, Amazon to yourself at the hotel and everything, let's say, before you, so it's there so when you arrive. Uh, if it has to be held inside of uh, the bell, bell services. services, they're charging you $6 per item. Now, there there is a little caveat here. That has, for as long as I can remember, I think been written down. It just wasn't enforced. Okay. Like, Disney could charge, like, a $1 fee per package that they hold or, or something like that. I don't remember. Um the details specifically. Um, but if you intercept the driver or the delivery guy, now I do have a question. What if you deliver DiGiorno? <laughs> then you're a sad did little this, man. Did he seriously just go? Do, does go that there? put in a, like a weird space time continuum thing? <laughs> Will the fine folks at DiGiorno please reach out to us and let us know what happens if you have DiGiorno delivered? In, in any case, um, if you intercept <laughs> the delivery driver, you are not charged this $6 fee. Now, it, it, I don't believe it's $6 per bag. I believe it's $6 flat, right? Yeah. See, I thought it was $6 per. No, it's di per delivery, flat fee. Uh Okay, I think so, they're just trying to add some something on there so people don't take advantage of it, I guess. I mean, if you're trying to okay, cut costs... Okay, so according to a friend of mine who is a cast member, yeah, the idea was too many people are using grocery delivery and storage. It's clogging up the bell rooms. Yeah. So now it's an incentive for people to be there on delivery to collect their stuff. So at least now they can make some money on it and expand bell services area in the future or reduce dependency on it. Right. together that makes sense or they're looking for extra ways to make money because people well, that's are what they utilizing said. yeah <laughs> wow I, I gotta be honest I, I was looking at this picture of this new sandwich at uh 
electric umbrella, and I have been for the past, I don't know, 35 minutes. <laughs> you haven't eaten yet, I, don't, uh, I can tell. I did, but I'm still hungry. Oh, that's I sad. haven't, and I have chicken marsala waiting for me after this, so... Hmm. Uh, I stumbling. One of the other things, uh, so there... I, we we don't care. We can talk about rumors. I don't I don't care. Whatever. Uh, so the rumor is that um, that uh, they're getting rid of uh, extra magic hours evening at at uh, Magic Kingdom. I'm all for this. Yeah, I'm not really surprised. I mean, th- there's uh, enough events going on at Magic Kingdom and they <laughs> every put day. on some killer hard ticket events for what they give you. Yeah, you're paying a premium for them, but what they're giving you, you know what? I say bring this on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Well, no, I'm not wrong. I, I, If it was done as a cost savings for labor, if it was done to get the cast members out at a reasonable time on a more consistent basis, I would be okay with it. If you're taking something that was once free and now charging a very premium for it, that's where I have the problem. But they're giving extra stuff with that. And they're still giving what was free by still keeping it, but adding two morning extra hours. Are you eating $70 worth of ice cream in these hard ticket events? Yes. Yes, I am. Because that's I a lot of ice cream. Worth of Your ice stomach cream. must hurt a lot. <laughs> I go. No, I have ice cream for days on end. I go in with I go in with my uh, soft cooler. I bring some ice in it. And I just keep going to different ones. Every time I pass one, I say I want one, and I throw it in. I've actually been known to go out onto uh, onto uh, 192 to the little uh, what's that store? There's there's a uh, beverage the distributor a little bit down the road, and I've bought dry ice. <laughs> well, that's banned now, so nice try. Mm. Um, the other thing that, uh, <coughs> too much ice cream, I told you. No, nah, I'm getting that. over, be- I'm, I'm getting over the flu yet again. Oh no. That's why the show went out so late last week. Cause I just was useless. Well, there was a special <coughs> announcement, uh, coming up. It's kind of a last minute thing. Uh, I think Dave has some insight on this was. The Tiffins talks with Joe Rod- Rody. I think it's a three-day <laughs> long. Yes, I believe. Yeah, I think you got a little uh, in on one of these, didn't you? I saw a uh, tweet being shared by Joe Rody, which I missed. That came out last night, and once I saw this, uh, thank you to our friend, uh, the Disney dude, uh, Nick Nicholas Groom. Uh, because he was the one that shared this, and uh, I was able to call 407 WDW Dine this afternoon, and it's going to cost me $247.77, but I will be on Earth Day, the 11th birthday of Disney's Animal Kingdom, in Tiffin's enjoying a delectable meal and listening to the great Joe Rody speak. I am very excited about this. Uh, most people are gonna think you're insane for that, but that is oh, I know that that is such an amazing. And experience. normally, I wouldn't have dropped that amount of money on it, but 
Uh, I'm going. Well, I'm going down to take care of some business, but it's also my birthday week, so I was planning to, for the first time in my life, celebrate my birthday in Walt Disney World. Something I've always wanted to do. So this is my little birthday gift to myself. Yeah, I'm kicking myself for not going to the la- uh, last time we did this. I mean, it's just such a cool experience. I think. Um, uh, the other one, uh, this is the biggest news, I think. Um, the Grapefruit Garage is going to open at Disney Springs um, next week. So, there you go. I'm I'm going to start releasing merchandise. Uh, the Grapefruit Garage Diet. Um, I'm already starting on banners for that, so look for that soon. Because it's about another, looks like about another quarter mile you have to walk <laughs> from... The Grapefruit Garage versus, like, the, the Lime Garage in Disney Springs. I'm looking forward to trying the new tapas place that opened up in Disney Springs, the Spanish one. Um, yeah. Uh, Jose, what the heck's it called? Helio? Uh, Helio, yeah. Uh, Julio? And well, I heard it has some really great sandwiches. No, there's that's the quick service one uh you know there's it's just that's the new trend right they, they have the really nice dining establishment and then outside they yeah. have the quick the quick uh service one so the sandwiches are at the quick one which i cannot remember the name but um you know i have uh, some friends have gone and you know super expensive we're talking upscale dining at its best spain has some of the best uh food in the world um so it, it's really a welcome addition to Disney Springs they uh I think we would all go walk away not I'm sure we'd have sticker shock looking at it but I think everybody I've heard has left this is just floored by the the, the quality and uh, well yeah the quality is fantastic but the price is out of this world <laughs> yeah but I mean if you're gonna go down there and people talk about any of those other restaurants, and if I'm going to throw down fifty dollars or whatever, hundred dollars um, at any of those upscale restaurants at Disney Springs, it might as well be um, a world class restaurant like Haleo. Um, the other ones are, you know, local favorites. Uh, Haleo's already, um, it's it's already been uh, replicated from Vegas and um, some other places. I think Washington D.C. maybe. Um, so it's already been it, it's already had its ticket punched I mean so to speak so it's award winning yada 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 but no I I don't you know anybody that knows me we go to Disney World we're not going I don't think I've ever been to an upscale restaurant so um, well we that's not true we, we went to um, uh, Pinocchio's uh, Village House yes that's what I was trying to remember uh, those flatbreads are Delicious. Um, another drawn a blank. Dang it, Disney Springs. Uh, the the sushi, Boathouse. the sushi slash. Morimoto's Asia. Yeah, Morimoto's Asia. We finally made our way there. Um, but we had it for lunch, and it was it was like Christmas week, so super busy, and uh, we we uh, so called rope dropped that. Marmota's Asia. Uh, anyway, it was good. It was really good. It was a special event, though, for us because it was kind of like our Christmas meal. So, 
so be it. But anyway, if you're gonna throw down that kind of money, yeah, it's definitely a special treat. Like like may, maybe somebody going on their honeymoon. Wink, wink. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to, to Haleo. <laughs> well, that's just a shame. It it's it's almost too expensive. It's it's cost prohibitive to an extent. Um, let me pull up the menu real quick. I, we have seen a couple of the uh, the local Orlando vloggers um, go to their restaurant, and everyone had a mostly good review about it. The the only issue is the cost associated with it because it is astronomical. So hang hang on one second. Oh, browse menu by location. Press that button. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm just saying if you're gonna go throw down a hundred dollars somewhere. It might as well be Haleo. Yeah, but you're you're not looking at just a hundred dollars. There's an appetizer on here that's thirty six dollars, and it's basically a piece of ham. <laughs> but it's the best ham on the planet, dude. It's thirty six dollars for ham. <laughs> it's elevated. It's an appetizer. It's elevated ham. And, and then you have your queso choice for twenty one dollars. Like you could easily spend. $200 here. I mean, a mini burger for $8. Oh, all right, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, well, the whole idea of ta tapas is small bites, right? So Yeah, small bites. Yeah. There is a thing that serves two for a very nice price of $69. Nice dollars. Skirt steak <laughs> from the legendary black-footed pig of Spain. Yes. It's $69. I'm all in. So if you get that $69 entree plus the $30, you're looking at $100 and you have not even scratched the surface really in the design of the um, small plate setup. What What is the word for that? El small o plato. No, I don't think that's it. Tapas. Uh, tapas. <laughs> That's not what tapas is designed for. It isn't for you guys to serve or to get one thing. You're right. It, and it's... To, pay, to pay for that tapas, you lose your shirt, so you leave there topless. <laughs> How long were you sitting on that one, Dave? Waka, waka, waka. Try the veal. Tip your waiters. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not... Uh, you know, I'll probably never go here, so I'm not, I'm not going to defend it anymore, but... Um, but uh, I'm I'm not the it's Disney World's expensive. <laughs> I can't imagine throwing some more money that much more money on top of it. But you know, if somebody's there for a special occasion, I guess so be it. You know, I'm not gonna disparage that. But jeez, chicken chicken guys right across. You know, about ten. Yeah, feet but from that's there, gonna so. be expensive in a different way after you have your credit card number stolen. <laughs> ah, touche. Yeah, that did happen. But that's pretty much all the news uh, that happened last week. All right. And Perfect. there's a new chicken sandwich at uh, Electric Umbrella. So. Go and tell about this, your Electric Umbrella sandwich. Yeah. It's a chicken prosciutto mozzarella sandwich. It's eleven ninety nine. It's chicken. It's prosciutto. It's mozzarella, and it's got some like tomato aioli on it. Um, oh, we didn't talk about since their last show. We didn't talk about the meltdown that happened when they announced uh, uh, 
restricting strollers and uh, the smoking ban. I was going to talk about a brownie Jeffrey. A brownie Jeffrey? Uh, cookie crunch, cookie crunch brownie Jeffrey. It's a it's a brownie with Oreos on top. I've I've discussed it. Please oh. continue with the meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Good riddance. Yeah. You know I I don't know I I, I do think that the uh, wagons that one that one's going to become an issue because a lot of um, a lot of uh, people people uh, use those with special needs children with just uh, personal space and also that one I kind of hope that I see a a lift on that one but uh um I don't have kids uh and I won't for the foreseeable future so I I can't speak to the necessity of a stroller I know that parents Oh, I wasn't talking about the strollers. I was the, talking more the about wagon, the wagon. No I'm smoking. sorry. Oh, yeah. the wagon yeah. is what no, it the is. No, the stroller, the stroller issue, and the whole wagon thing. I kind of. I agree they, with they it. They gotta fix that. That's it, it, just messed up. Well, how's what's messed up? The the size limit, or like, what what do you think is the messed up problem part? The size limits. Like, what what do you what do you think would be a realistic size for for strollers in in the parks then? If it's a stroller, let it in. Yeah, but who's to say I could call a wagon a stroller? Like, I'm talking the little tyke's old red r- wagon. And I would be fine with those. Why? I just said, in terms of there are a lot of people that uh, use them with special needs children. You know, uh, for instance, uh, some people for, with uh, autism, for instance, mm-hmm. they... Uh, it gives them a little bit of personal space in it. It just it works very well. In I, that I case, don't disagree with you, but it it's it's a catch twenty two. You like I, under, I understand you're that you do and you're damned if you don't. I, I understand that with that one, I'm willing to give. I'm willing to say with the, with the, with that one, I'm willing to say you know. Just let that one be. It's just, it's not, it's not worth the hassle that they're going to go through. Well, Disney doesn't really, I don't want to say Disney doesn't do anything half cocked, but you know, they've looked into it. True. And I I fully agree. Like um, any child that that, that could be autistic, that could have sensory um, needs does need that space. But you got to. You almost have to draw the line somewhere if you're Disney because you are running out of space in some of these parks. Oh, I tell you what. That's May 1st. We're going to be down in Walt Disney World for um, in a couple of weeks together. At one point, why don't you push me in a wagon while I smoke and pelt people with loose ice chips? We can still <laughs> do it then. I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but we can still do it. It'll still be legal then. So we might as well just enjoy it while it while it lasts. <laughs> uh, at least if nope. you're gonna do that, at least dress up like um, baby, right, Herm- baby Herman. You. I'll push you, or I'll pull you around. Well, I want one of you to dress up like Baby Herman from uh, Roger Rabbit and ho- holding a stogie. Could I My dress up stogie. like? Uh... <laughs> Baby Sinclair from the dinosaurs. Yeah. 
Not the mama, not the mama. Exactly. Yeah, I'll dress up like that. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. So, ironically, my next two trips, um, first trip in July uh, with my sister, who's a chain smoker. Um, I had to break the news to her about that. Uh, the next trip after that is uh, good friends of ours who have been huge advocates of this giant wagon thing that I don't even remember the name of it, Keen or something. Yeah. Uh, they, they love their huge wagon, and they have their precious uh, daughter who's uh, about one, um, who they take her and everything. Um, we, off the record, and I don't think they listen, but if they do, I, we love you, but... I don't think they fit in a theme park, especially Disney World. Um, there's definitely use cases for it um, anywhere, basically in large space park areas and such. But uh, I have, they did use it at Disney World their last trip. Um, it did come in handy for multiple kids. Uh, that was kind of cool, uh, I have to admit. Uh, it was like a nice little space for multiple kids to kind of. Uh, commune together and play and whatever and, and be shaded from the, the hot scorching earth uh, sun from in Florida but uh, you know part of this project Star Stardust that uh, that Disney an announced um, it's for Disneyland and really Disney World to be honest with you um, about opening spaces up for these giant new um, the, the, the next generation of Disney World uh, Disney Parks with, you know, you can expect bigger crowds, and we've already complained about the crowds as it is, so they got to do something. So this is kind of part of it. By the way, I, I heard uh, maybe I heard it on another podcast, but it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the smoking ban is actually part of Project Stardust, um, where they're opening up space because they're basically retaking over those smoking sections. I don't think it has anything to do with anybody's health concerns or any of that. They just need that space, and they just wanted to open it up. Um, so it makes actually more sense to me. Perfect. Anyway, that's that's all really the news to fit to all talk right. about. It's time to go and uh, review the Sweet 16 of our Smarch Madness tournament. Oh, Smarch Madness. We can't say those words together smarch what is it it's madness just smarch madness. madness yes now here's the thing ladies and gentlemen the ncaa tournament just ended earlier this week but even though we're in april this is again chuck smarch madness <laughs> and smarch like walt disney world and yours truly david michael koch are all timeless so our event still continues. You went with a full name? Are you in trouble or something? No, I just... My name just has a beautiful ring to it. It's just... Everything about me is a work of art. Again, I've already said that's why I'm called David, so... I figured I would just... Uh, it just kind of... It's a very sing-song type name, so I figured I would just uh, share it with the world because of how proud I am. Aha. Uh -huh. Now... Can I please get to the tournament like I was trying to do before I was interrupted by you? <laughs> I mean, I'll probably interrupt you again, but yes, go on. Okay, but you're probably going to interrupt me in confines of the tournament, which I'm fine with, but can 50, we... 50-50 uh... shot, to be honest. I'm looking at a picture of a brownie that I want to talk about. 
um, it's probably a brownie that's sold in Disney World. So I can take I can take that into consideration because that's kind of getting back on the rails because now we're really far off the rails. We're in the grass. <laughs> the grass by the rails. Yeah, the over the overgrown shrub shrubbery. <laughs> so to that I say knee and. We're gonna go back and let's look at our uh, let's look at our matchups. So, in the Magic Kingdom division, our two games we have we had Splash Mountain and Pirates of the Caribbean, and then the other game two was Big Thunder Mountain and the Haunted Mansion. Moving over to the DAC, Disney's Animal Kingdom division, we have Flight of Passage. Versus Dinosaur and Expedition Everest versus Kilimanjaro Safari. <coughs> Heading over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, we have the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror versus Star Tours and Rock and Roller Coaster star starring Aerosmith versus Toy Story Midday Midway Mania. Midday, yeah. No, it's late evening. And finally, heading over to Epcot and rounding us out. We have in our seventh game, Soren versus Spaceship Earth, and Frozen Ever After, battling after Test Track. So, let's go over to Magic Kingdom. Splash Mountain versus Pirates. Thoughts on this matchup, fellas? Splash Mountain. Why? It's a timeless attraction. You got a nice 30-minute boat log ride. Um, there's no blinding flash from a skull. 30 and, minute. Come on. Eh, well, 30 ish minute. You got to get in the boat. You got to get out of the boat. You got to <laughs> fall as you're doing both. You got to go to the bathroom to dry off. Yeah, that's all part of the attraction. <laughs> the, well, the story is just much better. You know, this is tough. This is kind of like playing Family Feud because, you know, it's like the top 10, you know, 100. <laughs> The top nine Mickey dudes were polled, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to think about what the Mickey dudes would, would say versus what I think is the best, you know, um, out of those two. Well, um, I'll tell you as far as that later on, but just, just your thoughts on the two, the, the matchup, just the merits of the matchup. Yeah, it's tough. I've already <clears throat> I've already uh, went on, I guess, numerous times saying how Splash Mountain is almost the perfect attraction um, whether you're a Disney fan or not, it, it's just it seems to cover a lot of bases. A uh, little thrill, some slow slow times, some dark ride times. Um, in Florida, being inside most of the ride, it's really it's air conditioning really well. Um, uh, y y it's it's got a little bit of a, a you know secret drops that you don't see coming, and and it, every time it, I'm sure you guys have been on it too and every time you get on with newbies they think oh is this the drop is this the drop you know and it's just like the three foot drop no this is not the drop and that three foot drop I hate when morons in the boat start screaming on it I want to just reach up behind them <laughs> and just smack them as hard as I can behind just like right behind the ear it's like <laughs> shut up right it's just it's just I think it's just a great uh, ride especially for Florida for Southern you know any kind of uh, ride for Florida, I don't like the Disneyland version. Um, it's it's the good old fashioned um, log ride, which you're all in in line. Um, 
I, I really like the Florida one because it's 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 the two by two, two 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 row whatever with the kind of a lap bar, but it kind of feels like a little bit more of a, a contained ride instead of a sharing <laughs> uh, leg space with other people, strangers. But um, anyway, I, I just love it. Um, it's got the thrill at the end. Uh, it's usually kind of a rite of passage for a lot of kids. That's their first big drop that they uh, encounter. You know, maybe maybe they're not up to a, a roller coaster, but they, maybe we can get them on this, and then once they get over that, that drop uh, fear, then they can kind of branch off to other rides. Anyway, that's I love it. And I've made no secret of saying that Splash Mountain is definitely my happy place. What was interesting about this mash, matchup, though, is you have a... Well, I'm not going to call Splash Mountain a relatively new attraction because it's been around for a while, but it was built in, an, it was built in the 90s, right? No. In the 80s. 89? 88? Okay. I think. But you also I could be have, wrong. I'm just making up numbers. Don't. You also <laughs> have Pirates that's been around since the 1950s, and it's something that, while it's... While, this this guy's over here was not worked on by Walt Disney himself. Right. This is still one of Walt's babies. So you have two really compelling arguments, but in Mickey Dude Land, it's a it's it's a straightaway because it's eight nothing. Uh, we actually need to break in here with some breaking news. Uh, Dave is correct, and and that's the breaking news part of it. <laughs> Flash Mountain did open in 1992. Yeah, in Magic Kingdom it did. Um, but anybody who's a Disney aficionado knows that it was designed and made in Disneyland first, so it's an 80s ride. But and is literally, it here's here's <laughs> a here's another tidbit of that an animation information. Uh, the reason why it's called Splash Mountain, it was originally going to be themed to the movie Splash, the mermaid movie. Michael Eisner <laughs> did not want to uh, open up a can of worms by making it uh, Song of the South. And when Disney... It was actually Zippity, Doo, Zippity River Run. Yes, was, but then there was... was the the suggestion the by Tony Baxter. They compromised on Song of the South with the condition that Uncle Remus could not be in it. Correct. And now let's move over to Big Thunder Mountain versus the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. Now, Dave, I, I do have a question. Did you take the poll down so we couldn't cheat? No, I did not. <laughs> you can only vote once anyway. Well, no, uh, I, I don't even see it in the TTA anymore. Oh, I, I I got rid of all of them for the I got rid of all of them for the next uh, round. Okay, so yes, you did take the poll down, so we couldn't cheat. Yes. <laughs> okay, very good then. It wasn't for that reason, but it, it keeps you from looking looking it over. Right. Uh, what I like about this is uh, takes me back to my uh, days of uh, living in France because Big Thunder Mountain and uh, Phantom Manor, whatever it is over there. Uh, the storylines kind of got went together with them. Rich, uh, rich uh, landowner made it big, finding gold in the hills, and built this huge mansion. And then, uh, for some foul play, uh, a gold digger uh, killed him for his uh, money. So 
the two of them kind of go hand in hand in Disneyland Paris. Not as much in uh, the American parks, but kind of a cool little connection over there. And I kind of, that irony wasn't lost at me when I saw this uh, connection that we ended up uh, making with the bracket challenge. So I'd be shocked if Haunted Mansion didn't run away with this one, to be honest with you. Well, a lot of people will say that the Big Thunder is not a coaster. It's a fast-moving train, right? Uh, Tim, and Tim is a lot of a man, so... (laughs) That doesn't mean he's inherently right. (laughs) Well, it it is a coaster, but it's not the most thrilling coaster out there. You know, yeah, you are whipped around a bit, but what I, I... always loved about this is the intricate uh, details in that uh, attraction mm-hmm. a lot of times it's hard to really appreciate them when you're zipping around really quickly but I always try to look around and see something that I haven't seen before and there's a lot to look around and look and enjoy on that attraction but uh, Haunted Mansion this, did take this one 6-2 to two. okay I can cool. see that and now moving to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Flight of we Passage. Have, move on. We have Flight <laughs> of Passage versus Dinosaur. So, what two non-Disney, non-intellectual properties. Yes, Flight of Passage is its own intellectual pop- property, but it's not owned by Disney. So, well, it's Flight of Passage. So, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, but Dinosaur just... You Dinosaur's cannot try to make an argument that Dinosaur is technolo- technologically better. <laughs> I'm than not Flight trying to say that. What I'm trying to say is Dinosaur has its own merits. <coughs> Sorry, you can't I'm even kidding. say it without choking. <laughs> it's a time yep. machine. Time ro- it's that's there's nothing more it used technologically to be powered advanced. Powered by mustard, ketchup, and um, mayonnaise. I, I love being the geek on the ride every time and telling all the my newbie friends about that. Oh, I love doing <laughs> that too, actually. Until you ride it with the same people three times in the row and you continue to repeat it. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then when you're in line at the Alpha Centauri uh, expeditions, uh-huh. and you're waiting in that you're waiting in that last room, the fast pass room, before you're uh, sent up into your uh, link cha- chamber. And you see all of the piping through the through the hallways, and you stop yep. every cast member and say, "Hey, what's the whole uh, what's the whole story with the piping? What uh, is it catch up again?" And they look at you and they're like, "Huh, <laughs> sir? I just asked you how many were were in your party. What are you <laughs> talking about?" Right. <laughs> but yeah, flight of passage one seven one. Who all right. is the one? Tim. What? Tim has become quite the hipster. Has Tim been on Flight of Passage? No, he has not, and that's why he has has not voted yet, because he hasn't experienced it. Ah. Mr. Tim didn't buy his tickets in time for when we all go together for our 60-day window, Fast Pass window, so when I had to book Fast Passes, I literally had to book Joe and myself a Fast Pass for Flight of Passage, that I am giving him my ticket to fly the pass. I'm giving him my my micro. Stop, stop. What? You you may be able to just bring him with you. 
I know that, but <laughs> I'm thinking I was going to really try to don't guilt make yourself him. a martyr. I was going to try to guilt them and everything and see and try to get like a really nice uh, drink over at Nomad Lounge while I waited. Hey, Tim, bring Dave a drink. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But as of now, I'm giving him my magic band. So if that if all else fails. All right. And then except. Expedition Everest versus Kilimanjaro Safari. Everest. You know, I quickly picked Everest for this one because I've been going around bragging about how we'll never have an Apex uh, e-ticket attraction like Everest ever again because it's just too big of a, too big, too expensive. Um, you just like, look at Flight of Passage. It, it, it was such an amazing ride, attraction, whatever you want to call it. Um, and its footprint is probably, you know, significantly smaller. Not, not the land, the ride. Uh, they don't have to. The, yeah, there is a mountain there. So, but they didn't have to theme a giant area like they did for Expedition Everest. Anyway, I go on and on, but Expedition Everest just seemed is just so amazing. Then again, you have Kilimanjaro Safari that is quite literally. I know some people will say, oh, there's other safari rides. But not not the way Disney does it. I mean, nobody nobody really ties it all together quite the same same way they do. I think, but so maybe I'm wrong on that. But so. yeah, it's not your drive through safari at Great Adventure. It's your local Six Flags, right? And honestly, that is why I voted for Kilimanjaro Safari because it is the quintessential attraction at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I love yeah. Expedition Everest, but I had to throw it to that. That's why Everest won seven to one. I was the one, the sender on this. I could, yeah, I could easily, have, you know, depending on my mood, I could have totally switched switched it to the Safari. It's, just, it's so amazing. By the way, the last time I rode Safari, um, this last spring break a couple weeks ago, I I made a mental note to just kind of study what's going on. There are, <laughs> uh, there are three upscale, uh. uh uh, experiences going on at the exact same time. <laughs> they are milking that ride for its all it's worth. It's amazing. Okay, so um, you have uh, the tour where they go over the bridges. Yep. Right. Africa. Wa- a wild, wild Africa, Africa track. Yeah. And then what's the other two? The you uh, have the rhinos. Well, no, that's a that's a back behind the scenes. That's a backstage. Uh, no, they bring you out on stage. I think at one point to. To get up close with the rhinos, I'm not arguing caring, that with you. Caring for giants, you get oh maybe that's what I'm thinking. That's of. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's caring for giants yeah. is the elephant thing, but I don't know. They're that's both the number two. Big, but you're not going to you're not going to see it from the well. You well you are going to you're going to see the trucks going by from the other side. And then there's the basically eat out on the savanna um, thing. But that's part of the wild Africa check. Well, there's a separate one. Uh, that you can in actually, the evening, but I don't think they're running concurrently. Okay. Or... Yeah. Gotcha. Unless they do like a breakfast out there while while the because the no the Africa track starts right away. Yes. Yeah. Even before that's like the opens. ending of. It. Yeah, that is just about the ending of the Wild Africa track. Yeah. Gotcha. You you are not wrong, Jeff. They do also do a meal on that. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. I think they call it a boma, actually. Yeah. Um, they do uh, a dinner or something there, if I'm not mistaken, right? 
Yeah, they do. I don't know if that's what I saw, but you could. You're right. It probably could have been the, the climax to the Wild Africa trek. Um, yeah, you do get a box lunch thing there. Yeah, anyway, it's pretty tasty too. It, it's just amazing how many people uh, playing for the upscale stuff I saw. It was just, you know, it's like Disney knows <laughs> what they're doing, squeezing all this out. Anyway. Making more money. Yes, yes, they are. Who won? Oh, I didn't say? No. Uh, actually, I did say it. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely said one. it was Everest. Yeah, I was the only one that voted for Kilimanjaro. I definitely did not hear you say that. Yeah, then you went on the whole thing of, yeah, depending no, on I'm my mood No, I'm just saying I didn't hear day. you say oh, it. gotcha. You, you probably said it. I definitely didn't hear you. Gotcha. All right, well, <laughs> it is hot over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, so maybe the heat got you at that point, made you a little <laughs> delirious. So, Well, it was we, 91 uh, today in Houston, so... Why don't we go over to uh, Disney's Hollywood here. Studios? Because <laughs> over there, all the attractions are indoors for the most part, and there's a lot of shade. Nice. Like that. Let's see what I did there. Okay, so segue. we're going to start off with uh, our fourth. Um, our, what is it? Yeah, would it be? Fourth's Madness round? Yeah. Actually, this would be game five. Tower of T- Twilight Zone Tower of Terror versus Star Tours. Okay, Twilight again, Zone. two amazing attractions, very immersive in both, but you know what's I interesting? I personally think Star Tours should be leveled to the ground once uh, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge opens. No. Come on! What they need to do is convert it into a pigs in space um, simulator, and uh, tie it into would Muppets. Be epic! Oh <laughs> my god, that would be awesome! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. There's your Muppet tie-in. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And if people get if people get in your way. Or if there's like a if there's like a bunch of like kids having uh, meltdowns and everything, uh, you just have to hit them with a Miss Piggy. Hi-ya! <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror it probably blew this one out of the water too. But seven one. Yeah, but I bet I I just get, I wonder how much money has been spent on Star Tours versus. Uh, Tower of Terror. I just I got a feeling over the years they put way too way more love and and money into Star Tours, especially when when they converted to Star Tours 2.0. Anywho. And on top of that too, uh, the more they let the Tower of Terror get old and uh, dilapidated, it kind of fits. Yeah. So it actually <laughs> the depreciation of that ride makes it more valuable. <laughs> yeah. They- There's. That's a whole brain teaser right there. Well, and in the sunset sunset seasons by the seashore, um, the sunset seasons greetings um, really has brought Tower of Terror back to life, in my opinion. Yes, 
the best is when it's like this really serene Christmas scene, and then you look really closely, and it's opening up, and if you really, you could still hear people screaming over the music. It's just <laughs> the juxtaposition and the irony is not lost on me. Right. Yeah. All right, and now let's let's go across um, Sunset Boulevard, where we have Rock and Roller Coaster, for, um, starring Aerosmith versus. Toy Story Midway Mania. This one was kind of a surprise. I don't remember what I voted for. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because this one was a. Uh, I don't either. This one was. Uh, <laughs> this one actually came down to Joseph's votes, so I had to, uh, and he had to uh, text them in to me. So then I had to put them in uh, manually because uh, at any point. We could have had a tie, and then we would have had to call our friend Jeanette Pellegrini to uh, break the tie for us. But it never came down to that, uh, because Rock and Roller Coaster won 5-3. Wow. Yeah, I you can know, see that I voted for that. If we're, if we're talking about rebelizing things, they should probably rebelize Rock and Roller Coaster pretty quick. I mean, there's a there's a whole re- lot of reasons for that. I mean, um, it is a probably the most simplistic coaster you can have uh it's got a cool launch everybody's got these memories uh it's my daughter's both daughters first you know upside down coaster um but it is just such a simple ride and aerosmith i I think i heard steven tyler's like 71 now or something wow Um, yeah so i mean that's a shocker yeah see what i did i got it yep chuck knows all about the shocker no, they they added a finger to that, so it's not inappropriate anymore. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I get you. Um, who won? I wasn't paying attention. Rock and roller, <laughs> rock and roller won five three. Okay, so isn't there talk about what to do when Steven Tyler goes into the great limo ride in the sky? <laughs> Does he need a stretch for that one, or a super it, stretch? It seems like he could just go with a little Uber on that one, like a little tiny Uber. Um, yeah, there's lots of talk about it now. Uh, what I'm really kind of ticked off about was when when Toy Story Midway Mania uh, first came out. There was all this bragging rights about how since it is just a freaking computer program they could always rotate it out and change it out for the seasons and and just adapt it all the time and then i'm like yeah perfect it's a beautiful yeah, didn't a, happen. yeah it didn't happen and you know maybe when toy story 3 came out or something they might have done something special um like you know who knows what but it's just lame that they it's sitting there in, in like a blank canvas and they could totally change it out so easily so i don't know it just irritates the crap out of me but uh it didn't surprise me rock and roller coaster one i think it's probably what i ended up voting for but i could totally change it on a whim i don't remember what i voted for even still yeah moving right along oh but that was uh knocked out last last uh round oh dang (laughs) and now should we take a friendship boat or should we walk to Epcot? We're going to walk because we're going to check out the new Skyliner. Couldn't we Skyliner? 
Well, it's not <laughs> open yet, so. What? Hey, this is our fantasy. This is true. So should we take the Skyliner? I wasn't even thinking of it yet just, because just don't I swing. Don't... Oh no no no! I found I'm I'm that uh, jerk in the Ferris wheel that when it gets stuck on top, I swing I swing it back and forth. People don't realize that you know. There's always going to be that dad on these things. It's gonna like me. That's gonna try to scare their kids every time. Yeah. And you're on there with strangers. You don't get to get on there just a couple of you, you and your friends. I think they should have like a cattle prod on one of the walls where if they have somebody that's doing that, anybody can take it take it upon themselves to pull the prod off the uh, wall and just shock them. Until yeah, that's start. not going to go bad after five seconds. Nope, <laughs> nope, no way. Again, this is our fantasy. Shut up. <laughs> just go with me here, Chuck. <laughs> nice. Actually, actually, we can uh, all... Uh, we can all... I was gonna say we can all, sh- we could all uh, shock Chuck, but I think it'd be more fun to shock Pat. <laughs> Why is he on the show? Who? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Eventually he'll be back. Yeah, I really want to see it. All right, and now our first matchup: Soaring Round the World versus Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. Yeah, Spaceship Earth. Hundred. Hundred percent. Yeah, so one person voted for Soren. I think it was Steven, and uh, uh, I don't know what he was smoking at that point. But uh, yeah, Space Apart 7-1. If it was Soren over California, I would have changed my vote. Yeah. But Spaceship Earth is, it's the weenie of the park. I mean, come on, you know, you, you think Epcot... You think Spaceship Earth? Yeah, I can and, see that. And then finally, Frozen After Wrath. Ra- Frozen Ever After. Let me try that again. Frozen Ever After versus Test Track. How does this is another one that came down to, to Joseph. Because we could have had a tie with him, so. Uh, Test Track. Test Track did win this one. 5 3. Yeah. I had a. <laughs> I had a, um, I guess, ethical struggle with this one. Um, you know, they they changed Test Track for the worse, in my opinion. So I, I guess I gave Frozen <laughs> Ever After um, the win on my side for the because I just think they ruined Test Track. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean they they but definitely, they definitely just, ruined uh, Maelstrom. They made it. They made it to be <laughs> Tron. Yeah, all the Maelstrom uh, um, fan fanboys and fangirls out there, there was always a ten minute wait. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why people like the Maelstrom. You're like, oh, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Hop on the Maelstrom, <laughs> and that's, it's a boat ride. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one of the reasons why everybody loved the Maelstrom. Which, by the way, the last time I was in uh, Epcot, Grand Fiesta Tours line was all the way. Up on the balcony before you act as you're walking into the pavilion, Dang. the Grand Fiesta tour line was longer than the line to get into La Cava. I'm like, what is wrong with this? Holy cow! Yeah, we were like that too at spring break. I'm like, nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. 
And with that, gentlemen, that concludes round three of the tournament. Next week, we'll have our Elite Eight. All right, then, gentlemen, let's go around and tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. I, for one, can be found on Instagram, at Figments Reality, Twitter, too. I'm actually starting to use it a little bit more, believe it or not. Jeff, where are you? I'm at Braindud92 on Twitter and just plain old Braindu, B-R-A-I-N-D-E-W, on Instagram. And Chuck, take us out by telling us where you can be found and where we can find the Mickey Dudes. Uh, great. The Mickey Dudes test. I don't, I've always failed this one. Anyways, I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat. You can find us all on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. Uh, Facebook as well. Instagram, I think we are just the Mickey Dudes. The, yep. I don't know. We have a different name on something. I don't remember what it is. Though. Uh, oh, isn't it the Mickey Dudes podcast on something? Instagram. Oh, yeah. Instagram is the Mickey Dudes podcast. I, I knew it was something. You uh, the test. Some of you guys are going to get this right. None of well, you. Well, I yet. would need to log into the Mickey Dude's Instagram account at some point in time to remember what exactly we're called. Well, you're going to have to do that anyway soon because you're going to be in the world in a couple in less than a week. I will be in the world exactly one week from now. So you should be logging in so that you can take some pictures and you can just start posting Listen, stories. I have a lot of stuff to do between now and then. The least of which is uh, packing. <laughs> I haven't even got my luggage from the basement yet. Hopefully you got your fast passes. Fast pass. I knew I forgot something. <laughs> Actually, we, we also did just get a, a reservation at uh, the Edison. That nice. we may, may not be going to. But we were also able to, on the same day, if we wanted to, book a dinner reservation at Be Our Guest. So I'll go with the Edison. Well, I did. You know what, Dave? Let's let's take us out before we continue to discuss the <laughs> dining. Yes. Well, I asked you to take us out, so uh, follow us on those websites, and uh, we'll see you all real soon. Have a magical day, everyone. So why did you ask me to take us out if you're just going to do it anyways? <laughs> because it's just so much fun. You guys suck. (laughs) You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.